Hey, everybody. Welcome to Immortal Inc. Podcast again. It's Carlos Robles here uh, to talk to you about some games and other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Man, he got me all sidetracked. We were talking about getting new boards or doing something fancy and then ads or I, I don't know what we're going to do. But anyway, uh, yeah, we're here to talk about. Oh, I'm Carlos Robles. Mortals Inc. Game Store in Rocky River, Ohio. And with me, as always, is Nate Elwood. How you doing? He's our uh, resident uh, gaming expert as far as... Uh, I think I'm going to give you that title. Now. You're going to give me an expert? I'm going to christen you with All right. role-playing expert. It's like an honorary degree. Because you'll start talking, and I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I figured that's more than I know. <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about Fate of Cthulhu, another one of the games from... Evil Hat. Evil Hat Productions, yes. right? Yeah. And, uh, but before that, we always got to get to what's new. So what's new with you, Nate? Uh, well, uh, for those of you out there who would like to play some 40K or Kill Team, we are moving from Friday nights to Monday nights starting, I believe, next week. Um, so I'm okay. pretty sure it's next week. Might have been this week. Anyway, either way, show uh, up. It doesn't well, matter. Yeah, if you, if you want to have open put little people on the table roll some dice and go pew pew come on on down on monday nights monday nights is good um what game you're a kill team guy right yes how'd that tournament go the tournament went well uh the turnout was uh it was decent we had we had uh six people show up um not bad for first no not bad for first and they all had a great time um i uh, my son was actually one of them, which was kind of cool to see him in his first tournament. <laughs> yeah. so. Did he lose or win? Uh, he was it came fixed? in second to last. He came oh, in second to last. Second to but last. He, he, uh, <laughs> he did all right. And it, everybody there had a, had a great time. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to, to maybe doing another one uh, in the future. So, yeah, if, if you like Kill Team or skirmish-based games or even 40K, just uh, go on the uh, Immortals Facebook page and, uh, you know, tag me in it and be like hey i want to play a game and uh, if it's on a monday i can i can accommodate you all right what about that uh tournament you're going to do not tournament uh world builder or uh the campaign. campaign i'm still working on it it's uh it's how much free time i have to, to work on it but yeah, uh, yeah. i do definitely want to get something out within the next month or so it, it's it takes a little while to set it all up but uh once it once it gets rolling it should be a good time all right cool well, more details to come yeah all right so push that on the back burner again of course um let's see what else do i got i got uh some new stuff here there's a new card game that came out called trial by trolley and uh I don't know if you saw it up there. It's like a party game. Hmm. It, yeah, on the cover, it looks like it's funny. I don't know. I haven't played it, but a lot of people picked it up. Um, you're driving a trolley. Like the one, you're like the game master. You're driving a trolley. There's two other teams. They pick a card at random. The trolley splits, and then you have to you have to kill somebody. Somebody has to die. You have to decide. <laughs> one team, it could be like, well, it's a, it's a waiting pool full of babies. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I don't want to kill them. And then the other one's a dog and a puppy. A kitten and a puppy, rather. And I was, I don't want to run them over either. What do I do? You know, but one of the kids in the pool grows up to be like a mass murderer. (laughs) And then then the kitten and the puppies, they have terminal cancer anyway. Uh, So now you're like, well, what do I do? It's a pretty funny game. It's called Trial by Trolley. See, there's an actual, I believe it's a... um a moral psychology question, which is the exact same thing. You have a, a trolley is going down a tr- track and uh, it could either run into a bunch of people or, or just some workers and mm. based on the people's uh, yeah, replies that, yeah. and, and it, it, yeah, it's, but that does sound like a, we, we, a, very dark exercise, and depressing, yes. but it sounds like a good time. But yeah. uh, there's that one. Uh, Monster Mayhem, the Monster Madness expansion came out for the uh, if, for some crazy reason. It's a fun little card game mm-hmm. d- based on uh, from Wizards of the Coast is D&D related. Mm-hmm. But uh, for some reason, it has a following. I sell out of it 
quite often. So new box set came out. It's it's like a box to hold all the other cards in it. So it's cool. Last week we got the uh, Sword and Wizardry was the last podcast we did RPG. That's yes. in stock. Some more Warcry cards came out. That's from uh, 40K. No. No, it's a uh, games workshop. Yeah. Age of Sigmar skirmish yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they released a whole bunch of new war cards for all the different armies. So those are in uh, for Magic the Gathering. The Insanction box came in, which I think just <laughs> it's a. It's like a, a box with like five different decks in it for a party night, but it's all like nonsense cards. So oh. it's pretty good. Uh, what else? Oh, Cardfight Vanguard Team Dragon and Vanity extra booster releases this weekend. I know you're excited about that. Extremely. Yeah. <laughs> don't be, come on, man. Oh, I don't know. It's a, it's, hey, it's every, a crazy following. It's, everybody <laughs> loves loves their, their own thing. And, and I know a lot of people who really do like collectible card games, but yeah, this it, one's, it just never floated in my boat. I, I, I did the Spellfire. And jihad. Oh, I got to talk to you about that spellfire later after it. I got to show you where to put that. So (laughs) you might get what you're asking for. So, uh, uh, what else do we got? Oh, did you see that mothership RPG? Uh, you know, I, I saw a, a blog post about it, but it was like one of those like up and coming things. It wasn't. No, it's, details, it's out. It's, I guess it's based on, it's a space adventure, space sci-fi horror game. Mm Well, they came in to play it, and I never heard of it. And there was a group in there playing. It's led by uh, Jeff. This guy named Jeff. He's uh, playing it called Mothership. And I'm sitting in the office doing work, and I'm like, uh, usually I'm doing work, and all of a sudden out of the room, I can. Hear, he had like eight players or seven or eight players. I hear, listen, we gotta we gotta work together. We can't just sit here eating old people all day. And I said, all right, I don't know what game they're playing, <laughs> but I gotta go at. But uh, yeah, I was able to contact a company, and uh, I'll have that uh, game I sh- probably next week. I'll have that game, and he's gonna be running some games. It's Jeff called Mothership RPG. Hmm. He's got a sign up on Meetup, and I think it's just Mothership RPG on Meetup. So you can sign up if you want to get in on that. We're going to get some more information about that. Um, Thursdays are now still open RPG nights. We're gonna, we've had a few players. We've had some people come in and play some games. Yeah, they'll, I don't think it's too organized yet. We're just kind of like throwing it throwing it out there, and people are coming in, and we'll see what's going on. Is that when the live D&D is going to go on? No. Thursday? No. Uh, Sundays. That's the Sundays. Okay. The Josh's, you mean Josh's project? Yes. Secret project? Secret. Oh. Right. oh no, it's not secret. It's kind of cool. Josh has got a pretty good lot. I'm pretty, imp- I'm never going to tell it to his face, but he's, I'm pretty impressed by what he's got going on. It's, it's pretty impressive. Um, brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> so that's coming up. Free RPGs coming in June or something like that. But yeah, I want to, I want to see what they're going to release soon. There's so many gaming companies now that go into the free RPG. Yeah, they, they they really realize just how, how successful it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't beat it. I mean, nor, you go into, and it's pretty much any gaming store that, that says they, they're participating. You go in and, and every company has like a something. They're like, here, just try this, try this, try this. A quick set or a rule set, yeah, usually, small adventure or it's something. It's usually good stuff. Because yeah, it, even, I got the kit for years. And uh, people would come in and I would just hand it out. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, take it, whatever. And every once in a while, I'd snag something for myself. But uh, last year, now that we have a huge role-playing presence, especially on Wednesday, they were like, all right, we're ready to do this. I go, okay. And I went to order it and it was sold out. So I dropped the ball totally on that. So anyway, they reminded me well in advance this yes. year. So then uh, as soon as I could, I pre-ordered. So I got them. I, I'm all signed up for it. And so we're all good this year again. And I will continue to do that as long as it's popular. Do you know what's in the pack? Like no. what companies are in the pack? No, or is no. it? Okay. They, I, it's supposed to be on their website, but I haven't seen it yet. It's, mm-hmm. it's, they redid their website recently. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of, it was okay before. Now it's fancy and new and easier to use. So, but it, it, it if you go to RP, freerpgday.com or something like that, it's just, it's real simple. Just search that and it pops right up. 
Um, sorry. Oh, Monday. I think this Monday, also with the 40K, I'm starting the uh, Call of Cthulhu living card game. Oh, yes. Night. We're just going to grow casual because I just want to refresh myself on how to play it and everything like that. I got a... I caught some interests. I had some guy, uh, one of the guys who plays it a lot with his family and friends. He's going to come in and help me out, hopefully. Uh, I got to talk to him still. Uh, the Undying Brush for the Beasts, uh, Beast Miniature Painting Contest. That's going to end March 21st, so get your stuff in. March 15th is also our St. Patrick's Repack Draft. Two bucks, and uh, you get a repack, and we'll do a draft that way. Correct, Josh? And he just nodded. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and that's about it. I'm done. Oh, and King and the Yellow King RPG books are in. Yes. And uh, Luminal, Luminal, which I think you're going to be doing next, next uh, yeah. RPG is in. That's from, it's your new favorite company. Oh, Cubicle, Cubicle 7. Cubicle 7. Yeah. And uh, so that's pretty good. So we'll go there. But anyway, sorry, I'll shut up. I said enough. <laughs> we'll push that away because I'm tired of it. All right. And then uh, we're going to move on to Fate of Cthulhu with Nate. So Fate of Cthulhu. So, I can tell by your eyes, we'll, like glazing over. <laughs> uh, it, there's a lot to this one. There's a lot to this one. Uh, so it's a $35 novel-sized hardbound book, uh, about 250-some pages long. Mm-hmm. It has the complete Fate core system in it so all the rules for fake cores in there uh it's laid out pretty well art's nice it's not spectacular or anything but it's 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 all right so the book itself it's a solid it's a good book um so start this off because the the, the overview of it uh this is an action horror game so unlike other Call of Cthulhu games, it, it, it really does focus more on action than investigation and, and what have you. This one does? Yes. Okay. But the premise of it is pretty interesting. So the world already came to an end. One of the greater gods uh, in here, they actually have one, two, three, four. There's five actual gods that they had the apocalypse to and then they have rules to make up your own are they the big gods or uh, uh you have uh great cthulhu dagon uh shabnagral okay Narla, so. the king in yellow so yeah. yeah um but basically the great old ones rose uh humanity was screwed um and uh the whole premise is your time travelers going back to stop the apocalypse in essence now you can play a character from the present day before the apocalypse or most i i assume that most people will play somebody from the future going back in time to try to stop whatever so they're uh, the shit show from happening the uh, <laughs> they're john john connoring this up yes okay yes, very very much so i was gonna um, I, I kind of like that already. Go ahead. <laughs> I, you know, I, at first, when I first read it, I'm like, oh, that's, that's pretty interesting. You know, that's, I kind of like that idea. Cause whenever you, to, to use the Doctor Who reference, do timey wimey stuff, it's always cool because it, it makes, you know, like it's not just a linear thing for a role playing game. You could literally, your characters could affect something, maybe not accomplish what they needed to. And then you have another group go back and go from where they last, last uh, were in. But more on that in a little bit. We'll get, we'll get into a little bit into the fate system. Now, I don't want to talk too much about it because uh, it's kind of I like it and I dislike it at the same time. It's a very weird thing. It's, it's an awesome storytelling or story centric uh, system. Um, but it's 
clunky, in my opinion. Some people will disagree with that. They say it's really malleable and, you know, you can you can do this and do that. Um, but basically, I I like my systems and this is just me personally. I like either a dice pull system or a set difficulty type system where um, you roll a die or a pool of dies. You, you either pass or, or you don't with this. Um, and what some people really do like about the fate system is that you can manipulate those rolls and even a failure. You can take negatives so that it's a failure, but with but a success, but with a severe consequence. Like I said, I don't want to get too much into the fate system in it. Of, is it like the, the other itself. fates you've reviewed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, that fate core system, if we, we have reviewed it in the past, so if you yeah. want to see it on there. What I will do, though, is talk about what makes this different than just the other fate systems. And that is what's called corruption. Now in Call of Cthulhu, there's always been a mechanic for insanity. Mm -hmm. And with this being more of a action and dynamic, and I think really to, to shy away from the stigma of the, the word insanity, they decided to go with what's called corruption. So as you cast spells or uh, interact with uh, mythos stuff, you get corruption. And as soon as you fill up your what's called a corruption clock, which is basically a circle quartered, once you fill all that up, one of your aspects becomes corrupted. And, and your aspects is your. The, these are the yeah aspects are truths about your character that can that you can use for storytelling purposes. Oh, and I game think I'm purposes. starting to remember. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So, you know, let's say one of your aspects is uh, always finds the good in others. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, you don't have to corrupt that aspect to be. Like if you get enough corruption, you have to change one of your aspects to a corrupted aspect. Um, it doesn't even have to relate to what you're getting rid of. It just has to be something that's and they give examples in here. Like, you know, you can uh, drip foul icker and, and, and oh, it's like physical. Yeah. Manifestations. yeah you, oh, okay. you grow a claw or something of that nature. A tick. Yes. <laughs> More than just like your little out of it, like in Call of Cthulhu or go crazy. Uh -huh. Like this, these are physical, hard to not notice corrupting things. Um, you cast spells, you start to fill up your corruption pool and everything. But I, I thought that was a neat mechanic to, to put into the fate system because insan the insanity system wouldn't really fit into the fate system at all very well. Um, so the problem that I've always had with the, with the fate system, even though I'm a very story driven uh, type of role player. Yeah, if I remember the fate system was m more story. Not, it was yes. like really hardcore storytelling. And you got to think a lot on your feet. Yeah. You got you to be really adaptable to Is this the, the one that you should go back and change them? Like, oh, that yeah, was, by the way. That was kind of like Blades in the Dark. Yes. yes. This is, they don't use fate system, do they? Blades in the Dark? Uh, kind of. Same kinda company. Sorta, right? Yeah, it's the yeah. same company. But like the actual fate core system, they have their own dedicated games for. And they have, you, I think you can even download the fate core system for free i'm not mm -hmm. don't quote me on that one but i think it's available for free if you really it want might it. be part of that uh, <laughs> uh bits and mortar where you can uh, if you buy a copy what? get a pdf it was all kickstarted so um the thing is though like i said it to me the fate system tries to fill in a gap between the old school dice and charts and the newer school of uh simplifying that and and difficulty Storytelling. And right. It's to me, the fate, the fate core system is kind of like, well, we'll throw dice in just for the heck or, and it's, it's a unique set of dice too. You don't have to buy their dice cause it's, it's a six sided die. Two sides of it will have a, a plus symbol. Two sides will have a negative symbol and two sides will have a blank symbol. Um, 
you don't need to buy them. But, you know, they're, of course, they encourage you to. No, of course. Uh, <laughs> but they got to make their money somehow. I encourage you to. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, though, it's like, even if you don't succeed, you can manipulate your roles through different things. And it's it, to me, it's just like, well, why even have the dice at all? Just just storytell it out. I mean, and if that's the point, then, you know, I don't, I, I've always remembered role playing games. Like whenever they talked about them, at least back in the day, they used to be like, remember playing cops and robbers or something when you would run around, you'd be the cop, your friend was a robber or whatever. And you're like, mm-hmm. bang, I shot you. And you'd be like, oh, you missed. Well, that's where the dice come in. You need a clear way of saying, oh, I hit or I missed. And it doesn't even just come to combat, but to other things, too. With this, with the fake core system, it, it's more along the lines of, well, I'm going to manipulate these dice by using aspects and stunts or, or compels and all these other things. Um to, to try to get these to do what I want. At that point, I'm just like, why even roll the dice? Why not just kind of story tell your way through it? You know, well, unless the dice are there to allow you to use those other special features. I mean, <sighs> to bring it more inst- I, not, I'm going to just run the other side of it yeah. for a minute. Like if you have all these special features, if you're just going to use them, the dice make you use them, you know, like, Oh, you failed for whatever reason. All right, well, I'm going to use this special feature I have. And then I'm going to tell a story of why or how it's going to be used and go from there. I could see both sides. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like I said, personally, I'm not a huge fan of the fate system. No, no, no. I, yeah. I can see why people do love it. It is very malleable. It's very fluid. You can, you can do a lot with it. I could see where the dice would just a simple dice roll yeah. would drive more people to story. Like I mean, you could probably storytell just right off the bat and go from there. Right. Some, you know, like people like me would need help. Like, Oh, why would I need to, you know, and I could see it. I could see it. And yeah, I anyway, go. It's great for experienced role players. Yeah. Uh, I, this is, this is, I don't see fate as a good novice. Uh, role playing system. I think I think you said that before about it yeah. too. So, but it, it, all right, that that aside. Okay, <laughs> the, what gets Fate of Cthulhu really rolling is the time travel aspect. So, if you play a character that is from the future, you're going to have corruption already because you have to kind of petition an old god to be able to travel back in time. Mm-hmm. And another interesting thing that they added to it is this uh, this timeline mechanic where each each apocalypse basically. Uh, they have what they call catalysts or four real, real events that led to the rise of whatever God it was. And you as players from the future know through history what these catalysts are. So when you're going back in time, you're going to try to stop these things from happening. So each God has four different ones. And based on how well you stop one or all of them, you have this swinging chart of either the old god is doing better than you or you're doing better than the than the the great old one it's an like i said it's an interesting mechanic it's a really nifty idea because it it also sets up that let's say you fail miserably here well the next group that comes in can kind of pick up your pieces and try to do something different um oh it's almost like okay you send your first group back they screw up terribly dies the the next group they send back is going to know what happened. Yes. Uh, so they can go back and try to deal with that problem and move on to the next. Right. Or it could completely change the timeline. Yeah, I mean, you're doing a timeline, so there's going to be like weird paradoxes and stuff. It's, is that, is the stories in here? Like, yes. The, you, okay. So they have like four. I was going to say, that'd be a lot of work for whoever's for running For GM, yeah, yeah. But they do have, they say like, uh, you know, after Cthulhu and Dagon, Sumnagra, Narlatep, King and Yellow, they have rules for you to make up. A different type of apocalypse with whatever great old one or made I mean, up yeah, old you one. See, like, and you can make your own catalysts and how it all happens and everything. Um, overall, the story behind it is is really cool. I mm-hmm. think it's it's if you liked 
if you like Delta Green, if you like Cthulhu, call it Cthulhu, but more action or pulpy, this is definitely right up your alley. Because um, it's, it's, it, I, I like the fact that it, there's like this, the, it's the part of Cthulhu where it's always been is like, oh, the unknown or the, the insanity. It's not, you're, yes. this one, you're already well into it from what I understand. Yeah. You're, 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 you're waist deep in the, in the, it's already happened in the garbage. Right. It's and already happened. Now you're, 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 so, it, to me, it's more like Delta Green where you're, it's definitely more, much more action. Yeah, because well, yeah, you're going back and you're there's no terror. You've already experienced the terror. You're going right. back just to stop the terror. Okay. So I get it. That's, that's then, not a bad the, idea. You know, they, they, they put in the restriction like you can really only go back about 30 years mm-hmm. because after that, they, they try to explain it in there. But it basically 30 years is the limit that humans can go back in time. Game mechanics. Right. No. Basically <laughs> to, to stop these things from happening. So it takes pl- the most of the apocalypse is you're already in 2050s. So it comes back to modern day, which I, I think we talked about or You talked about, it too, is it's, it's easy to run modern day. It is because you're here. You yeah, know, yeah. you could do it it's anywhere. You're relatable. <laughs> you know, it could start here. It could come back here. It could come back, you know, whatever city you want. And you're there. So there's not a lot of imagination that needs to be. And, and the people who wrote the stories in here, I mean, the, the scenarios that they came up with are, are really good. I, I really enjoyed just reading them even as a bit of fiction. Mm-hmm. So what's what also is kind of cool about it is, you know, it's 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 meant to be a campaign, too, where your characters can advance. But, you know, just like sanity in Call of Cthulhu, you start getting you only have so many aspects on your character sheet. I believe it's five aspects that a PC has. And if you're coming from the future, one of those is already corrupted. So that leaves you with four. Mm-hmm. Once you fill in one of those clocks, another aspect gets corrupted. Once you corrupt all of your aspects, that clock fills in one more time. You are no longer a PC. You are now an NPC and bad. Things That's where the insanity. Happen. Yeah, the yeah. insanity. So just like the the downward spiral of insanity and Call of Cthulhu. So, not, so I'm glad they kept something like that to give it that real Cthulhu and. No, I liked it because it's a time. That's a time limit. Then yes, you know that you're racing against. You know you don't have. You know you can go back in time. You think you got all the time, but no, because you're and not, yeah. you're you're falling apart as you go. So there's a time you got to get it done before. And not you, only that, you you, can't. you just don't exist. Well, that also goes back to you're not going to exist because no matter what you do, you're going to be corrupted, even if you change the future. Yes, but it's kind of like a, a you know a suicide mission. Yeah, like, that's true. You, you're kind of sacrificing yourself. For the it's only one good. way too, right? You can only go back. You I, can't go forward. No, you cannot go forward. Yeah, that's fine. So yeah, so you go you go back in time, and you know it talks about what happens when you time travel. Like you you. <laughs> It's kind of like Terminator. You end up, you're just naked somewhere, wherever designated. Hopefully, you're where you're where you're supposed to be, but you know, you just mm-hmm. kind of phase in naked and then go from there. So, it's I, a, it's a very like I said, it's an interesting concept. Um, love it or hate the fate system. Um, the if you're looking from a pure rules standpoint, it blends well with what they wanted it to do. The corruption system I do like a lot and the, the timeline system that they have of how it swings from one side to another. I like that. You kind of, in normal Call of Cthulhu games, there's no quantifying winning or losing as it were because, you know, it's cosmic horror, you're insignificant, blah, blah, blah. But with this, they kind of needed to put these little how well are you doing types of mechanic in and gives the overall arch of things, a uh, you know, a goal so that you can stop an apocalypse of some kind. So it all works well together. The, the people who put it together, uh, obviously liked what they were doing. You know, they, they you could tell these were, uh, Cthulhu enthusiasts 
just that's based another off of question the I had. Yeah. Sometimes I have seen products where or stuff where they just it's Cthulhu, and then yeah. you could tell by reading in five minutes that. Yeah, you've yeah, never read yeah, HP yeah, Lovecraft. Yeah, you weren't really into it. You yeah, know, you, you just, just you know this will sell. You know, you you think of squids or something. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, when they go it's back, got a lot of oh, replay value too. I was gonna okay, that's another. You know question, what I mean? Yeah. Like you could you could play Cthulhu with one cat. You know, you go through and you're starting to take out these catalysts to stop the apocalypse, and if you're you know, if if you don't want to go based off of just what they have in here, you could even throw other wrenches into it and then have, you know, Cthulhu rising. But, you know, a completely different set of circumstances to have that happen. But there's five, five uh, old ones. Sorry. Jeez. Yes. There's five. Five old ones. So you at least have five different scenarios, right? Yes. In this book. In this book. Yes. So you get the whole rule book. You get five scenarios and you get. Well, that's not bad for 35. Not even. For 30, yeah, for 30. It's a complete system. Like a. Personally, this is not for novices. I, I wouldn't suggest it for novices as like your first role playing game because there's, to me, there's a, so much as far as just the fate system goes and uh, being able to handle a lot of weird situations because because of the fate system, you need to be able to you have a grasp of how the game not only just works but how to really think on your feet if a you know characters there's there's no like. A and then B and then C and then, you know, railroading on this one. This is very open, uh, sandboxy. So would you novices aren't. Would you suggest another one of their fates before this fate system for fate games before this game? I'm kind of biased. Like I said, I I don't like the system. It like I see what they're trying to do. I see, you know, it's merits, but it's personally it's not one that I would if if anything, I'd I'd be like, take the concept and throw a different system to it. Okay. You know, but I mean, if you were going to play this, would you suggest somebody else play another fate game before attempting this particular version of it? Not really, because to, to be honest, like the, the, all the rules for fate are in here. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that's different is the corruption system. And to, and to me, that doesn't really, it, it's the most, actually the corruption system is the most like straightforward part of the fate system. I mean, other than you having to think up what the, and, but they even give examples of, of possible corruptions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like a lot of it is, you know, like different aspects of you, you can, you use that to mitigate your, your roles so that you can get pluses or minuses to them. And so you have to really, you know, if you have, let's say, uh, overconfident as one of your, uh, aspects or whatever or over plays well with a crowd or something you can justify saying well i'm going to get a plus two to this role to speaking with people or to intimidating people or i might get a minus the gm might be like well you get a minus for it because you're you're only dealing with a person one-on-one you're not very good one-on-one but to a large group of people you know whatever it may be it's Mm -hmm. you have to be able to kind of bs your way it's, a little bit with a lot of thinking of it, and right. I, I see where some people like right you you wouldn't like that system just from knowing you and but i could see where other people would like that openness to it and just I, go with the flow i like like i said i like storytelling to be storytelling mm-hmm. if 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 i just wanted to play a game where i sit around and storytell i'm fine with that to be honest i don't need the because the bell curve on these dice rolls is super small as, as far as like getting the accomplishing what you want it to accomplish yeah, in yeah, my yeah. opinion mm-hmm. um, because you're rolling four dice um, pluses take or negatives take out positives and blanks do nothing and it's you're trying to mitigate that role 
And there's things called refresh where you can re either reroll all the dice or get a plus two or something like that. I mean, like I said, you're like, you have I, all I, these things I, to, to mitigate this roll. Why have the roll? I, I see. You know, you know what I'm, I, I, I'm looking at the other one where I right. can see where the roll would drive why I use things. And I, but I know why you don't. Yeah. Just to me, it's hey, just give me a play, skill, play. give me a stack, give me yeah, a whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. It's a, like, that's what I loved about the unit system. Like, hey, I have an ability, I have a skill, I need to get a nine. If that's a four and that's a three, yeah, no, I need no. to get a two some, or better. Yeah, I can see where some people don't like that based right. on the number. I'm, I want something where I can drive until... I, I get it, I get it. But, I see where people would like... There's more, definitely more storytelling, definitely yes, more definitely on everybody's more part, more. not just... And like uh, I said, there's people out there who love this system. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, reviews yeah. on this where, where people are just, oh, this is the best thing. <laughs> <Right. laughs> you do not like that system. Well, it's I, no, I, I can just tell you're yeah. like... You're trying to... It, it's, it's cool. Not everybody huh. likes everything, but, uh, you know... I mean, like, Evil Hat has put out some great products, though. Yeah, they like, have. Concept-wise, I love this. They this do. is this is awesome. I love the idea of time traveling Cthulhu investigators that are. I like that. Yeah, up. it's a great idea. That's your, you know, it's your suicide mission. It's Cthulhu. That's very oh, Cthulhu. Yeah. That in itself that, is very Cthulhu. Yeah. It's suicide. I'm going to go back, and we're just not going to. I'm not going to make it, but I'm going to try. You know, and um, yeah, basically that's Cthulhu. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to make it, but I'll try. Right. But that's cool. But I like that. I like the fact that you would go back and you're corrupted already. Yeah, you, and, have to, uh, you basically you have, have to, to deal with that corruption on top. To be able yeah. to go back, yes. and then you have to convince who's ever back there. Can you mix players? Can you have like normal players, yeah, like three can, guys in, in the in the present, and then all of a sudden these two show up and you're a party. The, you can meet future? your former, your your past self. Oh yeah, see that's no, that's too much thinking. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it'd be interesting though. Yeah, it would you know? be like you would know about that already because you've already lived it. Oh man, that's a crazy kind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good too. You know, you came back, so you would have may have seen yourself die. What if another player played that as person? That'd be an interesting. See, that's you that's know, Freudian right there. Though. Oh, <laughs> think about it, man. Like, <laughs> say, if you were playing, say Josh goes back and meets himself, and I'll play Josh from the past. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is like, no, 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 no. But, but I, you can see, there's a lot of things that you can do with the game. I, like I said, I love the concept of it. it I, and just, I think I just blew my own mind. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I love the concept of it. The 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 apocalypse, the different apocalypses, apocalypse, apocalypse. I don't know what the plural apocalypse. Is. I don't think there is one. <laughs> Multiple <So>. apocalypses. <laughs> <laughs> um, just the, the fiction itself is really good, and uh, all the catalysts they give for each one is mm. really interesting too. Um, so good writers. Yeah, good okay. writers. I mean, the not where are the writers? Typos or anything like it was. Black it was well thought out by people who liked the who liked Cthulhu games, and I think wanted to do some a different take on Cthulhu because, let's face it, Cthulhu has always been regular Joes or above average Joes fighting unknowable horrors, and then Delta Green is you know military fighting unknowable mm-hmm. unknowable horrors. So this this is pretty interesting. I. I thoroughly enjoy the concept in the actual book. It's I always like the way they set up things too. It's easy to read. and Oh, it's very, yeah. yeah. It, the, the setup of the book is really well done. I see what you mean by the art. The art, art is kind of comic booky, but yeah. it's, it's not, not in a bad way. No, not in I a mean, bad it, way comic book it stuff. It gives the feel yeah. of the game, yeah. which is more important than I think like the actual, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> on a scale of one to 10, what do we usually use? One to 10 then? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd give this a solid six. Six? Solid six, yeah. Because you don't like the system, though. Yeah, personal. Yeah, that's just okay, the personal bias. I mean, no, no, that's fine. If we're going by concept alone, I'd give it an eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it, it's just, for me, the fate system isn't my cup of tea. Good for new players? If you have an experienced GM, I think it would be. Right. If he could, if he can really hold the, their hands until they get, get their feet wet and figure out how, how you 
manipulate your, how you manipulate the story to do what you want to do. So not a first time, like new, oh, I, like if somebody a, came in the store for new Yeah, player, I would, I couldn't do okay, this as okay, a one-off. Yeah, right, you could yeah. not do this as a one-off. Not one as a new off. player, just yeah. something simpler, unless okay, you're yeah. really experienced. And it's, to be honest, it's not really meant to be a one-off because it, you're trying to stop an apocalypse. That's hard yeah. to do in a one-off session. <laughs> <laughs> so, on, they're doing two hours on <laughs> Hollywood to stuff. Yeah. My beer. Yeah, watch, I'll hold my beer, watch this. But, uh, but as a, I would say as a small campaign, like if you were to say, hey, I want to do five sessions. Something different. And and everybody sit down who wants to play and be like, hey, which which one of these gods do you want to stop the apocalypse of? And everybody agrees on that. <laughs> which one's I think the it easiest? Would be an, I really, <laughs> the, none of them are. <laughs> I, th- I think that would be an excellent like, hey, let's do this for, you know, five sessions. That's what, a month and a half of, yeah, of gaming? A game. break. That's a good break game. That's, oh, yeah. this would be fun. I All think right. I think it would be a lot of fun to play. Yeah, but not a first timer. Right? Yeah, okay. That's cool. No, not a cool, first cool, cool. All right. Well. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have this. It's cool. Fates, and you know, we carry all their fate stuff. I think yes. we have the cores. I think we even have the dice somewhere, right, Josh? They yeah. also have the card, the fate card deck, which basically you just you know. Card I'll be cards. honest. Unless somebody special orders those, I usually don't carry them because they're so. I, people either want them. You know, it's, yeah, it's it's rough. You know, it's it's. I, I mean, I would if you know they sold like crazy, well, but they don't. For I know me. people for me anyway. I don't know you decks know. of cards instead of ten sided yeah, dice. The other, you know, like I've, I've seen people do that too, but yeah, I, mean, like, I, I don't know. I just like with me, if I get some into a system, I'll buy those, but right. I'm a collector more than, you know, I like right. to have everything. I mean, if it's, it's basically reason. a D6 system, you can just say one and two is negatives, three, four is positives, five or three, four is well, blanks and that's five, cool. six is That's pluses. cooler with the dice. So come yeah. on. Yeah. But well, uh, yeah, but you could on a budget, you yeah. know, and if, you know, like I said, 35 bucks, you get the whole thing. You get a whole system rules, in yeah. there. It, it, that's it's not right. hard to to make a character. To be honest with you, you just have to be really, really creative. And that's not to say that if you're not role playing. Well, you're creative, if you're role playing, I think you're halfway there. Partially, I mean, unlike with D and D, where you're like, "What do you want to be?" Well, I'm going to be an elf. You already have a, you know, that's an archetype already. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a barbarian. Well, there's another archetype. You're not really thinking about. I want to be a corrupt human, <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> like with this, you need to like really come up with. I'll like bet. with your different aspects and, and how they're going to inter. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember. Relate with pre- each yeah, other. If you, we did a couple of fates. I think yes. if you check our backlog of our, if you go to our website, immortalsinc.com and then hit podcast, <laughs> <laughs> you can find, we did a review. I think you did a more extensive review of the fate system. Yes. I think I remember talking about it. So that's cool. Like I said, it's really malleable. I'm not trying to down it. It's just personal stuff. Here. Yeah, that's this why I just read. No, no, everybody's allowed to have their personal. Yeah, everybody's allowed to have their personal way. But yeah. you know, like I said, I haven't played it, and I haven't, I haven't read it, so I can't say the other. So I'm just looking at what you're telling me. You know, playing devil's advocate. Sorry, guys, that was my. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was our timer. That the time's up. All right, sorry, I gotta fix that, Josh. Josh, get on that. No, anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, any final words about anything? Come on down. Play some games. Yeah, come play some games. It's cold got- outside. It's cold and snowy. I and know. It's warm down here. Come on down. Bring some it's people. It's warm. Have fun. It's plowed out front. Uh, yeah. We have everything here you need. Pop, snack, water. If you're looking for a cool gaming room, there is one for rent here. Oh, yeah. The Rusty Dragon Inn. You can rent that. Four-hour blocks. 25 bucks. Got an Uh, awesome table on it. Yeah, an open table gaming. Uh, If things start to fill up, though, you got to call. I've noticed certain days... You're going to have to start. People are going, we'll, we'll, we'll cross See, that bridge when we come to I it. I could imagine not calling first. I, I don't know. Like if, if it's kind of like 
sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's it, like a restaurant. Could be logistics on our part too. Yeah. Cause sometimes like Josh will get told somebody, Hey, I'm going to do this and Josh will forget, or I won't see the note. Or and then all of a sudden there's like five, you know, like I think it happened last week with a role playing group. I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, we called, we talked to a guy named Josh. I go, Oh boy. <laughs> so then and, and it's not his fault. You know, it just, it just gets busy and you know, and you know, who knows? But yeah, call, make sure you contact us, talk to us. We're really easy. Just come on in, you know, no biggie. All right. If you want to get a hold of us, give us a call 216-712-7169. Check our website, immortalsinc.com. We also have an online TCG player account for Automortals Inc. for card singles. Uh, check that out. That's over 100,000 cards on there now. Make uh, make uh, Shalee work in the back. <laughs> And uh, a whole lot too. It's yeah, make her make her work faster. Uh, we have this, uh, and I hope uh, I think we're going to do a whole lot of things here. Yeah, we are getting a lot of uh, bites and C's. And, and speaking of which, if if anybody who is listening to this would like a specific game to be reviewed, just drop a line. Yeah, and um, I'd, I'd love to see what you guys are playing. What youth would be like? Hey, you know, I want to. I would like for you to talk about this or talk about that. If, even yeah. if it's a supplement or something, let, let, let us know. The uh, easiest way to be message us on the Facebook on mm-hmm. the Facebook, cheese on Facebook Messenger or just uh, at the store or yeah. uh, email us or call or stop in. Yeah. We're good either way. All right, guys. Until next time, I think we're going to be doing Luminol. Yes, Luminol RPG Luminol, from. Yes. Cubicle seven? Yes. No. Yes. 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 Cube seven. All right. Cubicle seven. Yeah. Anyway, I'll post Cube it up. We'll, yeah. We'll do it right now. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right, Nate. All right. All right, everybody. Until next time. Bye.